You can talk to me about the cricket. Once we're done talking a bit of Premier League now, we're going to bounce straight back to football because it's been a very, very busy morning for sport. Right now on the line, we've got Mike Hadnett. And I said to Finn, the producer, we need the biggest Arsenal fan we can track down. So he went to our football guru, Ricardo, and Ricardo, he never fails to deliver. He, he knows who everyone's colours and allegiances, where they are, and he's come up with Mike Hadnett. Mike, morning to you, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, man. It's been a good morning. <laughs> I think that's probably an understatement for someone like yourself. You are the Arsenal fan we hear in 3-1 over Liverpool to uh, put yourselves, wow, right there at um, right there at the peak of the Premier League. That's pretty special, isn't it? It's, quite, it's, it's always nice to be at the, the pointy end, but um, from last year, I suppose, we, uh, we learned not to count our chickens before they hatch, if you know what I mean, but... Um, it's always good to get a win over Liverpool. We haven't done it very often recently, so um, happy with the performance, happy with uh, what the lads put out, and um, yeah, we, we see what happens next week. So 3-1, and it seemed like uh, North London was really, really rocking. The Emirates was, uh, I've got a couple of people we trust up there and we speak to often, Harry Simeo, a massive Arsenal uh, broadcaster and fan, and he said that he, he didn't think he'd heard the, the Emirates um, rocking as loud and as big as that ever so it seems like there's a bit of groundswell of support behind this particular Arsenal team why would that be? Uh, I, I think the um, I've, I've been lucky enough over the last two seasons to get back a couple of times and it's um, it's definitely the atmosphere has changed a lot um, and I think a lot of it's got to do with one the, the change in I suppose mentality from the team that they seem to be a bit more engaged and a bit more um I suppose putting their hearts in their sleeves and actually playing with emotion, and, and that that means a lot to those who are in the ground. I mean, it, it costs a lot to go to a match, um, especially when you're travelling from the other side of the world. It does it costs a hell of a lot, but um, it's good to see the the players actually recognise what people are, are are putting out of their way to come and support them, and obviously that helps pay their wages and all that other stuff as well. So um, I think that that has a big part of it, and. The fact that we finally kind of have a bit of a, an anthem, a theme song, you might have heard it before the before the match and at the end. Um, I, I think that everyone's buying into that sort of, um, I suppose, uh, groundswell, I suppose, as you say. It's it's really good to see and really um, awesome to, to get up at 3 or 5 in the morning and, and hear it. Uh, it makes you want to stay up and, and watch the rest of the match, yeah. They, they were really fierce this morning. They didn't take a backward step. Liverpool, as they tend to do, um, held, held a lot of possession. But uh, going forward, I thought Arsenal they looked pretty potent. And I know they tinkered with the midfield a wee bit as well. So on today's performance, 3-1 over Liverpool, um, the goals were shared around. What did you make of the actual performance itself? Yeah, I suppose we had a bit of a shaky moment just before half-time. Um, the, the first goal was a, a really well-worked goal. And then just before half-time conceding a, a bit of a, I suppose the word would be sloppy um, equaliser, um, ha- has the potential to, to cause a few issues um, with its timing. It's uh, going into that half-time chat. I know there was a bit of um, bit of talk about how that would affect the players, but to see them come out in the second half and just like absorb whatever Liverpool changed and, and gave to them and deal with it and then go on and cause a, a sloppy mistake from their side as well um, and, and just keep pushing was really good. It was The intensity was there from the players. They were 
they were up for the battle and um I suppose to the to the victor goes the spoils. Uh Arteta now he's he's been kind of in the headlines this year for a couple of different things. He's obviously been unhappy at times with the officials. He he's um, had to put out fires about potential moves and and not understood where the, the rumors were were coming from. But he seemed as jacked up as I've seen a manager after that game and in his <laughs> post-match press conference he he said that you know he's kind of given a little bit of an insight into what he was saying to the players and and there seems to be a real desire for him to make Arsenal a force, and he's kind of got that that mix of he's clearly an intelligent football brain, but I think he is just starting to really find it and build into that character, which all good managers are. They become characters, don't they? Yeah, he's he's definitely a lively one on the on the touchline. I know a lot of my um, friends who support other clubs are, are very annoyed about it, but. Um, <laughs> You, you, you can't fault the, the man's emotion and the, the man's desire, right? Um, he he gives everything he has towards the club, and, and every manager does. Um, but it's it's good to see that the club, one, backed him when he was uh, struggling a little bit, that the players are all playing for him. Um, and, again, the, the, the fans are all, well, mostly, are all behind him and, and love what he's doing. I mean... Uh, from where we were five, six years ago uh, to where we are now, um, I suppose you can't argue with it, can you, really? No, you can't. I've just found a stat here. Arsenal's expected goals of 3.52 times G is the most Liverpool have ever faced in a Premier League game. Now, that is that is dominant when you put it like that. And yeah. I think, uh, I mean, there's, this, there's Mike, I'll, I'll get your take, but... There seems to be this thing with Arsenal supporters that you're always about to shoot yourselves in the foot. Like there's this, like yeah. there's, there's this lack of trust, and I've asked lots of people this year about Arsenal and and oh, actually about the Premier League. I guess at the end of the season, what, when it shakes down, what do you think? And most people seem to say Liverpool can win it, Man City will be in the fight, Arsenal, we just don't know whether they have the gumption when the when the crunch comes. Does does this morning's result change that? Uh, I, I think every team in the Premier League is prone to some sort of mishap. Just look at Liverpool this morning, right? Um, mm-hmm. there, there's, uh, I suppose, recent memory uh, and recent results over the last couple of seasons have been that we have shot ourselves in the foot. Um, and, and that dates back... Well, twenty odd years, I suppose, since we last won the league. So, um, uh, this this team's very young still. I mean, we, I know we harp on about it, but there's there's quite a lot of, a lot of young lads in there that, um, while they have a, a bit of experience, they're still young. There's, some of them are still teenagers. Some of them have just turned into their twenties, right? Um, everyone's prone to mistakes, but when you're young, you, you're prone to a lot more of them. All, all we ask is that you learn from them. Um, Good thing is we seem to be making different mistakes, so we are learning from them. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's just good to see a good young crop of players come through and uh, at the moment are delivering the goods and they're performing. Set, what did Arteta say today? Um, like Klopp's team uh, have have done this for six or seven years now. We're only into the the second year of that sort of consistency. So. Mm. Um, the expectations obviously are always high, 
um, and everyone wants to win the league, but uh, when you put reality in it and you look at budgets that are spent uh, over a a long period of time, um, I think we're, we're in a good space, we're in a healthy space, and it's just seeing if we can kick on and, and, and move on or learn from those reasons why we don't kick on, if you know what I mean. And, and l- last year will pr- prove to be, I think, some really good learnings for them, especially in that run into the end of the season. Um, we, we almost went too early with our run. Maybe we're changing our timing this year a little bit. I don't know. I hope so. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you would hope so, Mike. And it makes sense the way you, you spell that out. Now, an incredible round, wasn't it? Like goals galore, four each, Newcastle, Luton Town, a couple of two-all draws. Um, United put three past West Ham, probably didn't see that coming. Villa, five love over Sheffield United. Wolves hammering Chelsea, 4-2. And there's some hilarious scenes coming out of that game. And, yeah, the 3-1 scoreline for Arsenal-Liverpool. So, And that's before Man City get to play Brentford tomorrow. So God only knows. Um, it, it's, it was quite an incredible uh, match day, wasn't it? Yeah, they were saying it's like one of the, the joint highest this season and was a game to spare, which is potentially going to uh, give us a few goals. Um, yeah, it, it is insane, but it also shows how, um, I suppose, the Premier League has changed over the last couple of years where it's gone more attack-minded rather than defence-minded, right? So yep, you're having absolutely. more people going forward, a lot more goals being scored, a lot more... Uh, late goals being scored, and I think um, the the added time situation adds to that. There's a lot more penalties uh, being given, and I think that's down to um, the the VAR system and and how that's happening. So it's uh, there's a lot of factors into it, but it it just makes for exciting viewing for everyone. Everyone wants to to see goals and see drama, and and that's what we're getting. Mike, I'll, I'll get you out on this one because I know you're um, yeah, heavily involved with the New Zealand Golf Open as well. I get all your press releases through to my inbox and you guys have got a bit of a crunch period coming up um, into the into well into February now and uh, some of the, and we actually spoke to Mike last week and some of the announcements around young Kiwis that we're getting and, and then you mix in the, the likes of Alka being at here and Hillier, it's... Um, must be very exciting for everybody, the team involved with the, the NZ Golf Open. And, yeah, it comes around quick, doesn't it? But this this seems like with the prize money up over $2 million, this is this has got all the writings to be one of the great tournaments. Yeah, the New Zealand Open's uh, a love of all of ours that, that are involved in it. And um, it's really cool to see not just, like, all the returning champions come back, but all the young Kiwis who are making their mark uh, on golf around the world. Um have the opportunity to come in and experience and, and be part of it. So we just, uh, we're really excited. I mean, it's only 23 days or so to go. Um, so kick, kick off at the end of the month and um, hopefully everyone's uh, tuned into Sky to watch it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, the coverage is always great on Sky. Hey, Mike, nice to chat Arsenal and EPL with you, mate. We'll, um, we'll do it again sometime. Sounds good. Thanks, man.